Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Today is the 11th of October, the 284th day of 2021, leaving us 81 days until 2022. According to the U.S. Drought Monitor website, only the northwestern third of Maine is experiencing drought intensities ranging from abnormally dry through moderate drought to severe drought, the official vocabulary. The remainder of Maine has had its drought status reduced to none, again the official vocabulary, owing to the substantial rains we received a short while back. All that could change, however, depending how long a period we sustain without any precipitation. This past week was mostly sunny, though the coming week might be mostly cloudy. Remember, the forest rangers begin getting nervous when we've had no precipitation for two weeks or more. The end of this coming week marks the 74th anniversary of the start of the Great Bar Harbor Fire, its nascent embers believed to have emanated from Dolliver's Dump on the Crooked Road in Hull's Cove on Mount Desert Island. A dry stretch of 100 days of no rain in 1947 had turned much of Maine into a giant tinderbox, and on October 17th, according to the National Park Service, the local fire department received a call from Mrs. Gilbert, who reported smoke rising from a cranberry bog between her home and the dump. Much of the landscape held bogs of one sort or another, mostly peat, but they too were dry and ready for ignition, which the wind accommodated by fanning the smoldering bog near Mrs. Gilbert's home and launching the inferno that would burn nearly half of the eastern side of Mount Desert Island. Today, in 1939, Albert Einstein informed President Franklin Roosevelt about the possibilities of an atomic bomb. In the western sky, our waxing crescent moon has been keeping company after sunset the past few evenings with the planet Venus and the bright star Antares from the constellation Scorpius. Tonight is also the peak of the Delta Aragon meteor shower. Not a busy display, usually a maximum of two per hour. Tomorrow evening, we'll have the first quarter moon of October. Reliably, our foliage outlook is at its brightest these first two weeks of October, with the landscape at least somewhat assuaging otherwise solemn day-to-day -day vicissitudes. Maine's Department of Agriculture, Conservation, and Forestry reports this past week that much of the state is at moderate to high color change, with western and northern Maine reporting peak color change. Elsewhere on the reporting scene, our collective inability to unify ourselves in a logical and reasonable battle against the worldwide plague known as COVID is once more revealed in the latest data concerning the pandemic. Since the first reported cases on January 21st, 2020, we here in the United States, in the land of the free and the home of the brave, of course continue to lead the way in being COVID's best friend, having now logged nearly 45 million confirmed cases, though India continues to close in on that figure, now having 34 million cases. In third place globally, Brazil is at 22 million cases. Fourth, fifth, and sixth places go to the UK with 8 million cases, Russia with 7.6 million cases, and Turkey with 7.4 million cases, respectively. Total world confirmed cases are at 237 million and counting. Worldwide deaths due to COVID are at 4.9 million, while COVID deaths here in the United States are at 711,000, 
up again at least 13,000 since last week. Not a huge number for some folks unless someone close to you has succumbed to COVID. Worldwide, 6.5 billion doses of vaccine have been administered. Today in 1884 in New York City, Elliot Roosevelt, the younger brother of President Theodore Roosevelt and the godfather to Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and Anna Hall Roosevelt, a descendant of a signer of the Declaration of Independence, who had also administered the oath of office to George Washington, had a daughter whom they named Eleanor, though she would sometimes disparagingly be called Granny, a name her mother bestowed because she thought her daughter had old-fashioned notions. Eleanor was the first of her parents' three children, and her mother and father were well-off and socially active. Eleanor's mother, Anna, was noted for her fine hair, her beauty, and her inner strength, which she needed as her husband, Elliot, paid little attention to his wife. Matters worsened when Elliot broke an ankle, and he was prescribed painkillers, which he became addicted to, exacerbating the situation by increasing his consumption of alcohol. Anna considered having Elliot declared insane before he squandered the family fortune, then thought about divorce, but eventually settled for Elliot moving out. This saddened their daughter Eleanor, who in turn felt neglected by her mother. Nonetheless, Eleanor would watch her mother dress for parties, recalling, She looked so beautiful. I was grateful to be allowed to touch her dress or her jewels or anything that was a part of the vision I admired inordinately. But when Eleanor was only eight years old, her mother contracted diphtheria and died. Instructions had been left for Eleanor to be raised by her grandmother, Mary Livingston Ludlow Hall. Eleanor's father died alone two years after her mother. Hence, her upbringing was more or less Victorian, and in 1905, when she was 19, her distant cousin, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who had known her since childhood, began courting her. He admired her intelligence and temperament, wrote her poems to wrote her poems and proposed while they were taking a walk. Today is also the birthday in 1844 of German American entrepreneur and founder of, of the HZ HJ 57 Varieties Heinz Company, Henry J. Heinz. In 1872 of English activist Emily Davidson. In 1896 of Russian American linguist and literary theorist Roman Jakobson. In 1946, of American singer-musician Daryl Hall. In 1962, of American actress Joan Cusack. In 1967, of German-American entrepreneur and co-founder of PayPal, Peter Thiel. In 1968, of American actress and singer Jane Krakowski. And in 1996, of Australian wrestler Rhea Ripley. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Here's to the fourth official week of autumn, and happy Indigenous Peoples Day.